Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Okay. All right. Good morning. It's time for the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7, 365 as a live recorded podcast on your favorite podcast platforms all around the world. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse with me is the beef. Oh, yeah. Whoa. And Cody Ryan actually was just on with us here he uh he he was looking out the window and he saw what he says may be the biggest buck of his career his life you know he sounded like buddy the elf he was like oh, oh, the the biggest elf i've uh, elf the biggest buck i've ever seen uh, i i don't know what to do yeah and so he he uh we may hear a bang a boom because he's just right outside that screen door right there. So uh, live on the air in the field, reporter Cody Ryan. Yeah, it'd be good. It's gonna mess up this whole this whole thing with him. Uh, <laughs> but hey, uh, Ty is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets uh, gate open, gets the gets up here, fires up the old pot belly stove, pours water over the old coffee grind from last week, and oh man, hold on, I gotta. I'm going to sip on this black nectar. <laughs> Man. Uh, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm not out in the deer stand this morning. Uh, it yeah, felt been so out there weird. Every, I have, I'm the guy who needs to be in the deer stand. I have not been out in the deer stand. And Cody is. You know, come on. Cody's I, been out and killed a couple of deer. Everybody's done it but me. I, I'm in the process of getting this old hay barn, this old horse barn fixed up and it is just ate my lunch but uh, are you going to start doing uh, to carriage rides move around the farm and <laughs> so i'm not i'm not giving up yet it's still early it's still early we well got you know you, two months left you may be in the right here because it has been a slow start in texas uh for for bucks bigger bucks coming around it's been noticeably at least where we hunt, different, different, and the you're, the smaller bucks, 
the much much smaller bucks <laughs> are 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 out running around, but the big bucks just are staying home, man. Well, those little dudes need a spanking too, don't they? On occasion, you got a few too many of those around. Yeah, but you got to wait till the end, right? I mean, till the tags. You know, smack down on them bad boys. Yeah, but you know the 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 biologist for the property said that we have twice as many does as we do. Not a two to one, but a four to one ratio. So we need to smack some does down. Well, come on. And I'm not sure we could do the other way around where we get rid of bucks and have them not reproduce as much. Well, that's that's fine. <laughs> Shoot a bunch. So of we got to do that. So the big the big buck that we've been watching out at the farm. I may have said this last week, but the big buck that we were watching at the farm, I pulled out of the farm and was driving down the road and a couple hundred yards down the road, he was in the ditch dead. Well, what did he do? Uh, so he got hit by a car or a truck or something, and I don't understand it. Did you go take the antlers off so we can make some crosses for him with him in his, you know? That's illegal just so you know i don't know i'd have to get a game warden's opinion on that horns off or something on the side of the road in texas well first of all it's not horns i guess it's if cody ryan was on he would go those them antlers don't get it wrong those are antlers that's a you shoot the wrong domestic animal if you're pulling horns off of it that's what he would say (laughs) we have those out here here too but, you know, when I stopped by the... Uh, a little feral bovine's not a bad thing. No. In fact, uh, we got one last week. I got brought it by. We had sausage made out of it. Out of feral bovine? You, no, not a bovine. A feral hog, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And it... Oh, gosh. That was... I don't know. There's something about filling the freezer with both uh, hog meat and venison. <laughs> That is just well, you so have f- a hog freezer and a deer freezer, correct? Yes, I do. Because you, you it, no, no, it makes it much easier for uh, Mrs. Beef to go out. And well, why don't you just ride on the package, pork on one and beef on the other? It it is it, it it's a like a check you know box on it, but uh, it's still they look exactly the same. You just They're want part- to have two freezers <laughs> you never know man the apocalypse Takes a little bit more work keep them full if we hit the jackpot Next, you're gonna want one for fish and... <laughs> that's not a bad have idea you either turkey there, have you killed a turkey out there i know there's turkey out there i'll tell you that one time um i didn't go a hunting for it but it, it came in and uh like i said i had my 270 and i took a shot at the head and uh course you know it it missed which is good i guess you know you either miss and it lives um you know uh but like you said i should have just put it right on the back side of that turkey and just blew it up and just got it well uh, i can understand what you were doing trying to preserve the succulent uh meat products you know, available through a wild turkey. The old timer, Mr. Hare, who was on the lease for 53 years. Can you imagine being on a deer lease for 53 years? He was 86 years old. And uh, he was still out there shooting deer. We'd skin him, 
for him because he said, my knees just don't work like that anymore. It doesn't take knees to skin a deer. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, bend it over. Bend it over. Maybe he just, ah. did he just trick me into it is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, absolutely. He's Your like, knees have nothing to do with skinning deer. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. No, I'm positive about it. Cody, Ryan, uh, I, I thought about you yesterday, uh, man. I, man, I, so, sorry, oh, I'm out of breath. I uh, tell the story. So I go out this morning. I'm here at the farm. Good morning, guys. Sorry, I'm late, but uh, I go out this morning, and uh, you know, I, I I log in to the show. Right, we're about to do the show and do all that, and I look out and I see a doe walking across my field. Mm, okay, and this time of year. When you see a doe walking across the field, something may be following it or chasing it, right? <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's gotta be yeah. right. It's like, uh, you know, a girl, uh, yes. you know, walking downtown <laughs> by herself. It's not very often, you know, a girl's just downtown walking by herself, you know? Right. And, uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I thought, oh man. And I watch and sure enough. El Muy Grande, the one you that I've been uh-huh. looking for, uh, steps out. So I can't see very good. You know, obviously I don't. You know, he's eighty yards out there, and uh, so I grab my rifle real quick. That's when I told y'all, hey, I got to look at something real quick. I grab my rifle and I run out there, and I just catch a glimpse of, glimpse of him for a minute. And I could have probably hunted him if I if like that was my deal. You know, but I was worried about you guys, and I ran back in here Aww. and did that whole thing. And uh, but the good thing is, I know where he's. So I have this deer that I have this ghost picture of. Well, now, <laughs> now I caught a glimpse of him through a rifle scope. Yeah, I really want to kill it with my bow if I kill it. So what but, did it look as good on the rifle scope? I mean, I went, oh, my gosh, and almost didn't even come back in here to tell y'all and almost went straight hunting with my rifle. That's how good it looked. Like I was like, I I don't care if I get fired. I can't understand why you did not just do that. Just go out and do the smack. Well, see, what I have is responsibilities. No, don't give me that. No, it's it's the if if you are that's exactly what it was. What if 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 I didn't care, I would have killed it. If if you are going to stand firm as the outdoor host of this incredible. Then I need to be show. here and make sure it happens. And, no, you need you to be know. doing the content. Yeah. Hello, we were listening. We were waiting to hear the shot. We were the we were in the hear. field reporter we live. Well, I was. I really want to kill it with my bow. Number one, but number two, I just I by the time I came back in here and said something to y'all and uh, went back out, I think I caught a glimpse of where he went, but um, that doesn't matter. It's where he's you know, where he started out from is where I need to intersect. And I think I kind of got that figured out. So where I have my new little setup should be right on. I'm going to go check the camera later today and see if I was right in my placement of my bow blind, which, uh, (laughs) which he should have walked right by this morning. If that, if it is in the right placement, then he should have walked right by this morning and, uh, all will be good in the neighborhood. So 
We'll see. We'll see. It's the ghost, man. That's the first time I'd seen it too. And the first time that I, you know, had a actual glimpse of this deer or, and I'm not sure if it was the, so I have two deer. I have one that I have not seen at all, except for this outline nighttime outline picture, which is like, oh my gosh, that is the biggest thing I've ever seen. Biggest deer in the world. And then the other uh, one is, yeah, this really big 10 point. Well, it wasn't a 10 point. And this frame and mass on this deer that I just looked at briefly for like two seconds through a rifle scope at 125 yards, I was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, there you go. I'm glad to hear that you had your rifle in hand. And thanks to McBride's guns, you have a rifle in hand. Amen. Uh, the way that society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shop, the one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Looking for your personal carry uh, referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. Looking for a youth model? McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or just go online, mcbridesguns.com, mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk. Hey, are we going to talk about that crazy bear, that crazy bear movie thing? that <laughs> Crack bear, baby. Crack, crack, crack bear. bear. Coming up Come next, <laughs> it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch. And that's why we sometimes have trouble with the signal getting out there to you going through the foil out there on that old wire antenna uh here in the bunkhouse we're always shopping from mother nature's grocery store fresh and delicious meats of every flavor venison pork fowl and even delicious bass post your shopping pictures on our facebook page at the outdoors zone the outdoor zone uh i posted on the outdoor zone uh a story about the cocaine bear (laughs) and uh it is a pretty darn funny story and it's half true half not true (laughs) you mean it's based on a real story it's based on a real story um cocaine bear drug-fueled animal goes on murderous rampage in real life thriller <laughs> what do you think it, you you it was hilarious the uh <laughs> the official trailer so this is a a partly true partly not true story about a uh, a drug dealer who uh he was a form, former narcotics officer and he got involved in drug smuggling and in that and he was good at it obviously 
Yeah, he was he's played good both at sides. It. He's played both teams. He's been <laughs> on both sides. But what he would do is he'd fly cocaine in, and he would drop it from the plane, and then he'd go back and get it. Right. Okay. So he'd get, fly his cocaine in, and uh, <clears throat> at one point, uh, they the uh, bear got into the cocaine somehow and so two things one is this guy his plane was going to go down so he jumped out of the plane to escape uh you know so he could try and survive but his parachute didn't open and they found him dead in somebody's driveway and then a little while later they found a bear who had got into his cocaine and this 175 pound black bear was dead right near a big old pile of 35 kilos of cocaine. (laughs) But the movie maker took that concept in that story and they created this bear that ate the cocaine and then went insane and went on a murderous rampage. And, uh, I posted the, um, trailer on our Facebook, the outdoor zone Facebook page, and it is hilarious. This is going to be a classic. If there's ever been a classic, this is going to be one of them. It was, you can't say that about, it was hilarious. It's like Texas chainsaw massacre. It's just a picture of a bear and says cocaine bear or something on it. Oh, you got to watch the movie trailer. It's on our Facebook page. I posted I'm not watching the trailer. The trailer. No, I'm not uh, doing it. You'd be convinced. No, I, I actually have heard about this. People have been talking about this for a while. Oh. This cocaine bear uh, story. And I think we talked about it a long time ago as well. It It is, uh, I don't know about the movie, but I know that it's been extremely embellished. Let's just say that this bear... <laughs> This yeah. bear maybe had a little taste of cocaine for, you know, a little bit, little bit, and, uh, yeah, and died, but it was not a, uh, it didn't go not on like a... he ate like a block of cocaine, went crazy and yeah, killed himself. Well, like, you his, don't know. Had cardiac arrest after taking a lick Come of on. two, two it's, teaspoons of It's like cocaine. a good roux. You got to start with the with the foundation. Get the story started. He ate it, and then he went crazy and killed a bunch of people. No, that's just a that's just a movie. That'll be talked around campfires with uh, KOZ kids for a long time. That's probably not appropriate. (laughs) And now mothers aren't going to bring their kids to hear about the druggy druggy bear. Well, we'll just introduce. Got Yogi. You got Smokey, and you got Druggy. (laughs) <laughs> druggy bear hey druggy bear look what happens <laughs> what you got in your picnic basket <laughs> i got a couple of pounds of you know what <laughs> good night and the and the moral of the story is go eat some campers tonight you do I had that we had that happen when we were kids man we had uh we got out to go uh i, I was we were camping in a national park and i was supposed to take my sister Walker to the bathroom and we got out of the tent and started walking that way and a big black bear crossed right in front of us and um 
we turned around and ran back inside the tent, but the bear went over to the, uh, went over to the campsite next to us and got into their, got onto their picnic table and got into all their food that they had left out. And then, uh, and then the man that was there at the campsite tried to schmooze him away and the bear turned and ate him and ripped his face off right while we were there. Little okay. Talk about embellished. There we go. Did they find any cocaine on him or what? Is that what you're going to say? No, I think he got into their homemade wine or something. This was a long time ago. It was Only really before, you can prevent cocaine. cocaine addicts. Only hey, you before, can prevent forest fires and cocaine. Hey, the memorial of the story is Druggy the Bear, don't do it because you die. That's okay. It. Well, well, that's a sad ending. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. The... Uh, the druggy bear story. I uh, well, er, you guys haven't run into bears while you were in the wild. Bobcats, uh, mountain lions. Yeah, but not. Uh, <clears throat> Did you see that video of the mountain lion stalking that hiker, and he had his pistol out? No, it was an elk hunter. Yeah, and he had his nine millimeter pistol out, and that that mountain lion, even the pistol, barely scared that mountain lion off. And that guy was that mountain lion was stalking him he was was walking backwards with his uh nine millimeter in his hand and uh it was it was pretty intense this wasn't like he was 50 feet away we're talking five feet away that was yeah he was right there i mean it was it was intense definitely had his eye on that morsel of a hunter i guess i've never had that close of encounters i uh but I've definitely been around some bears. I didn't know were there stuff like that, but it doesn't. And I guess in, in Texas, you know, we don't get it. We don't get it regularly. It's not something we're nervous about frequently, right? It's not something we, uh, we worry about at all. Really? Yes. You know, bears. I, I sent you all that thing on, on the bear populations in each state. You saw that probably, but filed it away. I'm sure. But Texas well, was in not Texas, at the top. We're, we actually have a resurgent. There, there's bears are coming back. Yeah, and I'm seeing them on uh, some social media pages from Rock Springs that we're on because of my in-laws' ranch in Rock Springs, right? And uh, folks are seeing them in Rock Springs, in and around Rock Springs, Texas Holy area. Holy cow! Yeah, that's out. You know, a little bit further out past uh, Kerrville mm. and all that stuff. So the hill country. But you can't legally uh, hunt them, though, right? You in can't. Texas? Cannot, yeah. which right. is the crazy part to me. I mean. Maybe when they I, get to a certain size, the Texas Parks and Wildlife will work or something Or population, out. you mean? Yeah. Yeah. A certain population of them. Right. We just need to throw some cocaine out there and get one of them on a wild rampage. And oh, my goodness. Start the whole process. Well, I don't. I wouldn't know where to find cocaine. I wouldn't know who to talk to, and I don't want to know who to talk to or where to. Hey, just talk to any one of those people walking across the border down there up to uh, Rock Springs, you know. Oh, well, I'll yeah. Tell you, yeah. I'll tell you what safe. you do need to do. The wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams are headed our way during the Nile Maxwell Big Finish Sales Event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. All month long, we have the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads daily. And there's an opportunity to make no payments for 90 days. Enjoy the holidays. 
and your first payment won't be due until March of 2023. So right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, come and pick out yours today. Uh, this is the big finish event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter for the biggest discounts, best financing offered, size uh, selection, head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We'll get that Dodge hey. Lone Star right now. Hey, we'll get the news of the weird coming up next. Uh, just stick around. We're getting this thing fired up. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T. Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. And blue collar. Woo! Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's redneck, blue collar. That is the way it rolls. It's the way we roll. We got, we got one guy who's uh, looking out, peering out the window because he saw what he said was maybe the biggest deer of his life. The other guy is just sitting there thinking about what's for breakfast tomorrow. What's for breakfast today? Uh, and mm. beef, you were, uh, your wife is trust only one place to take her Durango. You, the ultimate <laughs> mechanic fixer upper dude. Let me just put it this way. If I take her vehicle to Sun Automotive, the world is just a better place. That's just just all there is to it because, you know, at every point, somebody needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can go <clears throat> follow them on Facebook. In fact, I got a great um I got a great thing in the mail that has a ten dollars off and another fifteen percent off and uh and another opportunity before the end of the year. I think I'm gonna take it. But you can follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials each week. You could go to sunautoservice.com or your locations to go visit is 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Just go visit them online for great specials each week. Sunautoservice.com. All right, so coming up next is our news of the weird segment. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Okay, so... We're talking about 
cocaine bear eating people and attacking and all that he didn't do any of that all that crazy stuff the the bear that ate the face off of the no you made that campers up. in yellowstone when i was there as a kid well hey yellowstone here it is again part of a human foot found in a shoe floating in a hot spring in yellowstone national park earlier this year belongs to a 70 year old man from los angeles who died in july Park officials said Thursday, November 17th, they said they don't suspect foul play in the man's death, but they didn't prove, provide any more details. The foot found floating in the Yellowstone National Park hot pool last summer uh, still isn't clear how the man Il Hun Roe ended up in the spring. Park, st park staff found Roe's partial foot inside of a shoe in the abyss pool in the park's West Thumb Geyser Basin in August. Investigators concluded that whatever happened to Roe occurred on the morning of July 31st, but that nobody saw it. They identified Roe through a DNA analysis and notified his family. I was going to say, how did they know the foot, you know, was, was his? And apparently... I don't know. Where's the rest of his body? So it says here the abyss pool is a 53 feet deep and 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And such springs, hot water cools as it reaches the surface and then sinks as it replaced by hot, hotter water from below. The circulation prevents the water from reaching the temperatures needed to set off an eruption like those that happen in the state's uh, parks geysers. So it's just one of those hot water pools that are all over and i guess there's trails you know they have the mm -hmm. the trails the wooden trails and stuff that lead through the park where you walk and you go by these hot water pools and geysers and you know i have I a theory on it slipped and fell and got poached no wild cocaine laced bear oh chews a man up and all they find is a foot floating in there oh that's it says that's yeah, brilliant. right here in very small print, it says <laughs> wild cocaine bear spits out man's foot into Yellowstone pool. Solved. Mystery solved. Oh, well, that's it. <laughs> well, it'd be it now would be the time to not go over there. Hey, uh, Elon Musk posted a photo. So if you're not following Elon Musk and Twitter, all that's they kind of pick a side. I like him, I don't like him, kind of thing. But this I did like. So he posted a picture of his bedside table, mm -hmm. just this random photo, which it's kind of weird, but okay. And it had uh, you not figured that out yet. Four caffeine free the guy's cocaines, weird. a picture of George Washington crossing the Potomac, and two pistols. They were dueling pistols. Well, one of them, I thought one of them, oh, one was, of them was a dueling a big pistol. Old... The other one was, uh, it looked, it like, looked a... like that, that, uh, one that shoots the 410. Yeah. The judge, the judge, it, it looked, looked like. like the judge. Have you ever seen one of those judges shoot where they use dragon's breath shells and it shoots out of flame? I don't even know what that is. Oh man. It's an exploding round that just explodes into a big fire ball. When it hits, it's crazy. Go look it up. You can go buy them. I'm not Why, sure. You, what's the purpose of them? 
you know, turkey. You just shoot it, cook it right there. You don't have to pull any feathers off. So you made that up right now. I didn't make I okay, that's just like the cocaine bear. The Elon part of Musk it, made that at up. At first it was real. I mean the first part of it, you can buy dragon's breath shotgun shells that shoot out fireballs. That is true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Me shooting a turkey and cooking it and de de uh, feathering it all at the same time, that's not true. That's where Oh, well, we know that. I mean, oh. you hitting something is, is you uh, know, next week, Cody, we're going to have not... an, our 8 a.m. session is going to be about this. No, I yeah. got to know. I, yeah. So I got to know uh, you had to go to McBride's and get your gun fixed or something. Your your scope fell off your gun while you're walking around. <laughs> something like you, that. Next week, I'm going to talk about it. We are going to. Have a I got to hear about it now. No, no, no. It's too much. It's too much good information. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it. You went hunting. Your gun fell off your scope again. Let's put it that way. Again. You could say how many times are we going to have the same story? It's not like we need to make a whole other show about this. Same story again with beefsteak. It's a good story with a finish. Yeah, and it's got super dragon. Dragon's breath ammunition, twelve gauge, two and three quarter inch round, five pack for thirty four ninety nine. It says twelve gauge, two and three quarter original super dragon, super dragon dragon's breath. The Phoenix Rising Dragon's Breath round has an incredible range of two hundred plus yards, and a burn rate of over five thousand degrees. <laughs> it's the highest quality, most effective round of its type made. While it is extremely fun to shoot, it's also an effective deterrent. Yeah, if a cocaine bear is coming screaming at you, you load some of those up. And they do have a 410 gauge and a double-aught buck. See, Cody Ryan, I was telling the truth. I was telling the truth, and you were, like, stabbing me in the (laughs) eye. It says here, this ammo is restricted in the following cities and or states. Alaska, California, Florida, (laughs) and there's, like, Washington, D.C. I I was giving you a hard time because you were pretending like you actually hit something with a a firearm. Like I said, next week comes out the floor. that's why I, that's why i was giving you a hard time not about the not about the round <clears throat> I, I mean you could shoot a cannon for all i care you'd, you'd you know your scope would probably fall off the cannon too we're he gonna shot that deer and that hog over the weekend in the head yeah how do we know he shot it that's all i gotta say get <laughs> it he's stealing pictures off the internet i mean he's got nothing else to do in that blind you know oh, oh man. that deer blind Okay. Hey, uh, we got I thought it was kind now. of a cool article, something we can, you know, uh, dissect throughout the show. But I wanted to kind of bring it up, is and it kind of falls in line with this whole thing, Uh-oh. right? And you being from Illinois, beefsteak, uh, Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Yeah, Rado, like the locals say. Meat Eater, Meat Eater put out an article. I'll uh, I'll just tell you quickly. Meat Eater put out an article this week, and uh, it uh, which states produce the best deer hunters, and I kind of want to go over that through <laughs> through the show. And uh, you know, from Illinois, 
where you can only oh, shoot, hey. you, where you can I, only I, shoot slugs two weekends a, a year. Right. Know? Hey, let me tell you about our friends there, PartsView. PartsView.com, they're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. PartsView podcast. Uh, they have a podcast that you can link to on their website, which is awesome. Has all kinds of tips, ideas, how-tos. I ordered this week, I ordered my yearly maintenance service kit for my boat because that's what boat owners do is they service and maintain their boats so they operate in full capacity every time beef ding, steak ding, why ding, are you ding, looking ding. at you me you need to go to partsview.com p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com they offer more than two hundred thousand products i ordered a kit has everything i need comes in a kit yep. if i get confused of where or how or whatever i go on their uh youtube page and i look up look up a video on how to do it so it's super convenient super easy super excited we're actually going to have uh mike with parts view on in the second hour top of the next hour and uh get to know him and how this whole parts view boating thing came about so check them out parts view p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com partsview.com coming up next uh game warden field notes i believe right fellers that's correct you get it only one place it's the outdoor zone live of the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com and help me if you're in the bunkhouse you can get something All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. Cody Ryan's out trying to see if he can see the biggest deer of his life. And uh, what? Oh, get a picture of him? Get a picture of that deer? Sneaking pictures. No, I haven't gone and checked my camera yet. So, beefsteak's in the house. Hey. Oh, uh, are we back? Are we on? We're on, baby. Hey, oh, oh, oh. Hey, a quick update. Oh, uh, Sorry, I was outside looking. Billy Burr just said there's blood in the mud. Just put down a dough. So happy oh, for him. He's Smackdown. out there trying to fill his Smackdown. tags because he's going to get a uh, shoulder, uh, re, you know, the whole rotor cup thing done and uh, this Friday. So, he's going to stay until he fills his tags. Well, I like it when our listeners are chiming in with their current situations while they're in the field. And uh, when our young producers and uh, ranch hands come in and say, hey, next week I'm bringing pheasant and elk meat oh, yeah. to the bunkhouse to feed everybody. Uh, uh, you can't argue with that kind of thinking. Another thing you can't argue about is banking with a local bank, one where you can know the banker know the people that you're dealing with when it comes to your money and our buddies over at keystone bank are exactly that they're local um, keystone bank founded by jeff wilkinson and his team are operated right here in austin texas by locals just like us that's why they're so invested in our community and success and its success when you bank with keystone you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart banking at your fingertips anywhere anytime doesn't matter where i am i can jump on there and 
do my banking. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to their website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all their information. You can start an account from anywhere with our friends over at Keystone Bank. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So have you guys, I don't know if you guys are as uh, interested in it or not, but the drone situation out there and how the technology of the drones and Texas Parks and Wildlife has become really, um, they've done a lot of training and they're using them really effectively in a lot of different ways. Um, got a recent news story about uh, game wardens that were called to lost people, called out for lost people, some in the woods and different places. One of them was a uh, a um, a guy who uh, the sheriff's department was looking for, and uh, they used the drones and they used the heat-seeking um, features on the drone cameras, and they're finding people lost people with drones completely you know i mean the helicopters are really powerful and good but in a pinch you can get a drone up in the air quickly and find somebody lost or find somebody hiding from the cops really quickly and texas parks and wildlife is using them really effectively and uh i just thought good for texas parks and wildlife for embracing technology and getting after it now i've heard of uh i uh, guys just recently the first time i'd heard about somebody using them in our you know in the outdoors other than you know scouting and some areas it's illegal and all that kind of stuff um i you know i've never really considered using it but one positive use that i've thought could could or would be helpful is recovering deer deer recovery hmm. um you know with a with a uh i think it had to be regulated you know a certain way because i don't want i don't like the idea of flying drones around to figure out where the deer are bedding down or where the deer you know like that just takes all of the hunting out of it right technically I don't know. So I you guess could do like you could golf. probably say the same thing twenty years ago about game cameras or you know sending pictures to your phone too. No, no, no. What about dogs? I mean, in Texas, you can't hunt with them, right? But you can use them to find deer, right? So you could do the yeah, same. Yeah, that's what purpose. I mean. You know, yeah. Maybe use it uh, as a way to find deer. But then, what do you? What happens if you like happen to fly over? You know, the mother load of betting giant betting bucks or you know how do you how do you regulate that right and how's that regulated i'm not worried about the regulation as much as 
people well, lose. We know you beefsteak. <laughs> I mean, people, they're not worried about you either. You can't even keep a scope on your gun. You know oh, what I mean? next week we are going to have a throwdown about this. Next week, just wait. We'll talk serious about it. But just here. But, uh, but hang on. I want to say something that the only problem with all this is when people only do that and they lose those basic, you know, tracking skills. How, how else do you get them? But by chasing deer, putting finding the blood in the mud, looking for the pathway. That's what I'm saying. Then, you start relying on on these things, and you lose, you know, the whole yeah majestic feeling of hunting, right? Your core, the core of it. Yeah. Well, some people would tell you it's not real majestic sitting in a deer stand with a cup of coffee, anyway. Well, and there's there's a reason that I didn't probably squeeze the trigger off this morning from the door frame of my front door of my house <laughs> into the neck of that buck that I saw this morning. I I maybe could have forced squeezed a shot and killed that deer. But it wasn't right. It wasn't the time. It wasn't it just I yes, I didn't but, take the safety off because I knew that it wasn't going to happen that way right well, now. Cody, though, yeah, I think it's a personal choice. I mean, that wasn't right for you at that time. It may be right, right. for somebody else. It's perfectly legal, but man, I hear, I hear stories all the time of people who, back in the day, where they were sitting at their grandma or grandpa's, and the old buck walked through the backyard of the farm, and they opened up the old screen door, <laughs> slid open the kitchen window, and. Uh, but it says here, Texas game warden Doug Williams received a request for assistance to locate a suspect who shot at and physically assaulted two individuals then fled. Using another, using a thermal drone, Williams circled the residence and spotted a heat signal in the woods. Due to the freezing temperatures, the suspect was hiding in the brush, curled in the fetal position. He was uh, arrested and later treated for hypothermia. Well, that's good. <laughs> it's good they I found like him. It. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm, you know, maybe I'm old school in a lot of ways. I don't, I don't like a lot of the technology. The game cameras, I like to a degree. I like being forced to go switch the card out. Now, of course, <laughs> on my in-laws' place in Rock Springs, it's four hours away. Right. I don't mind getting pictures on my phone. But I don't want that at my house. You know what I'm saying? I want to be. I want to force myself to walk out across my dirt at my house. You know, to because you see things that you won't see on a game camera by walking outside, right? That's true. You see a rub off to the side or a trail that you didn't know existed. Uh, you don't see that on a game camera. If you don't see on a game camera the deer coming straight to exactly where you want it to walk past, then you'll never see it. You know, this big deer, I've never gotten on, I don't have a clear picture on a game camera. I've got a yeah. clear picture of every other animal except for this big deer. And I have one nighttime walking away ghost picture of it. Well, and now you have one, now you have one in your head. Well, now I have one imprinted through the scope of my rifle into my brain. And I am, don't <laughs> even know why I'm sitting here right now with you fellers. Hey. I'll tell you what, though, uh, I have 
uh, found something that I absolutely love, I have my family covered by, and I trust fully is Altrua HealthShare. Finding affordable, top-quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, the entrepreneurs, those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, they offer powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. You know, members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Now, I think they launched their dental program. They've got all kinds of options. Mm. You can pick and choose what you want. Customize your health share whole system for your family right there. Go see our friends at uh, myshare.org. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up on the flip side, we'll talk to our buddies over there at uh, Parts View. We'll get the inside scoop on everything Parts View uh, with our buddy Mike coming up on the flip side. Plus, all your favorite segments. It's the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.